from India's largest newsroom I'm Arun George and this is the Times of India podcast And so did he do it just to become chief deputy CM again my take is no and that's also the feedback that I'm getting from people and MLAs who joined Mr Ajit Pawar the underlying theme is that mr ajit pawar will be made the cm of maharashtra shortly mr shinde will either face disqualification uh, as a result of the speaker's decision or that he may be requested to resign he may be accommodated in delhi uh, whatever there would be some kind of a reshuffle and bjp central leadership has decided not to go into lok sabha election under mr shinde but pay bigger game because too much is at stake and i think they think that ajit pawar if is given the leadership of the bjp in maharashtra mcgm he will deliver maharashtra to bjp senior congress leader prithviraj chavan who you just heard believes that it's only a matter of time that ajit pawar will become the chief minister of the state of maharashtra after his rebellion After a meet on Wednesday the 5th of July it seems clear that Ajit Pawar has the support of a majority of the party's MLAs in Maharashtra In today's episode my colleague Alka Dupkar is in conversation with Prithviraj Chavan about what the split in the NCP means for broader opposition unity around a year before the national and Maharashtra state elections Prithviraj Chavan is a senior congress leader and was chief minister of the state of Maharashtra with Ajit Pawar as his deputy Alka started by asking Prithviraj Chavan about his own experience of working with Ajit Pawar. You have closely worked with Mr Ajit Pawar in previous government uh, you as a chief minister and he being deputy chief minister uh, I would like to understand some insights of his personality uh, other than what is uh, written about in media what was your experience working with Ajit Pawar uh, how would you describe him as a as his personality he inherited uh, the political power which was in the family at a very early age so in a way he was born with a silver spoon in the mouth as he the cliche goes he was made a minister at a very early age he contested in one lok sabha election also but uh, he didn't feel comfortable there and he made way for sharad pawar to come back to delhi but he has been a minister in maharashtra for a very long time he has handled many portfolios uh, he is quite decisive more than anything else i think he is very hard working very punctual uh, manages his time very effectively which not many politicians are able to do and i think i will give him a a plus for being extremely hard working uh, he is ruthless he is decisive and he is blunt sometimes hurts people but he is absolutely decisive uh, and that is a quality which has been missing from maharashtra politics for some time but of course there are many corruption scandals attached to his name uh, i had to uh, decide in few cases where we sort of had difference of opinion Prithviraj Chavan says that soon after he took over as chief minister of Maharashtra he had run a fall of the Pawar family 
He told Alka that he had two bureaucrats take over the running of the Maharashtra State Cooperative Bank to prevent its collapse. He said Ajit Pawar wasn't too happy about that since it meant the removal of elected representatives from the bank's board. And then came the irrigation scandal that continues to haunt Ajit Pawar. In 2012, Ajit Pawar resigned after facing allegations of siphoning off funds meant for irrigation projects. Prithviraj Chavan explains how he viewed Ajit Pawar's resignation and his return, which he says indicates how the NCP leader works. Uh, a report came from Ajit Pawar's department that over the last 10 years, we are talking about 2010, uh, last 10 years since 2001, Maharashtra Irrigation Department had spent 70,000 crores, but the increase in irrigation was just 0.1% from 18% to 18.1%. Now, that was a shocking statistic given by Mr. Ajit Pawar's planning department itself. And so, as a new chief minister, we had just come from Delhi. Uh, not only was I shocked, but I wanted to see why this was happening. And with that intention, I ordered the irrigation department itself to present a white paper to the people of Maharashtra. Unfortunately, the meaning of the white paper, Shweta Patrika in Marathi, was misunderstood in Maharashtra. Uh, it was construed that it was an inquiry against the uh, happenings in irrigation department. It was not. But uh, Ajit did not think it that way because he was running the department for some time. And we had very strange relationship. I think after this irrigation uh, order of the white paper, he resigned from the ministry and he was away from the uh, ministry for about a month or so. At that time, the Mr. Ajit, Mr. Sharad Pawar made alternate arrangements, handed over the finance portfolio to Mr. Jayan Patil, and the ministry was going on happily as ever, nothing else happened. But he uh, suddenly realized that without power, people stopped coming to him and he completely felt isolated and all that. And then he begged his uncle to be re-inducted in the cabinet, and which happened after a period of about a month or month and a half and all that, and he came back to the cabinet. So point is, without power, it will be difficult for him to sustain himself on his intellectual ability or just his hard work because then there is nothing to dispense. And his leadership has been built very carefully among MLAs and all that by dispensing political favours, financial favours, doing uh, projects for the people, out-of-turn projects for them, and uh, which helps, of course, MLAs to get elected. In the next state election after the resignation drama, the BJP swept to power and Devendra Fadnavis became chief minister. Prithviraj Chavan believes that Ajit Pawar still holds a grudge against him and believes that if the Congress and NCP had contested together in the 2014 elections, they might have returned to power. Well, I, I think he still holds grudges against me because in his uh, private conversations or even the fact that he pulled down my government in 2014, I am sure that if you had faced the 2014 election together as the uh, alliance of NCP Congress, we still would have emerged as the largest group and perhaps even could have managed to form a government with help of independence. Uh, being ambitious politically, uh, people say that what's wrong in it? Uh, he was uh, aspiring for uh, chief ministership for long. Shinde and Fadnavis, who were junior to him, got that uh, post. But Ajit Pawar was denied or was not uh, given a chance to become a chief minister. So what's wrong in uh, having political ambition? 
would you call him power hungry or politically ambitious person party splitting is not something unheard of uh, mr pawar himself was involved in many splits but this time there is also an ideological angle to the split when mr pawar split from parent congress party in 99 there was no ideological difference just a personal ambition but now with mr modi coming to power in 2014 there is a blatant horse trading we saw elected government being brought down congress assemblies being uh, whisked away uh, hijacked and taken this place we had seen recently forget about the earlier history we seen for recently in karnataka we seen in madhya pradesh we seen in Maharashtra in case of Shiv Sena and now in NCP, the NCP faction has now gone over to BJP, a complete ideological opponent. Uh, they have been opposing NCP's ideology, the Hindu to ideology, for all their life, all their political life. And suddenly, overnight, they become uh, Bhakt Modi Bhaks overnight. And it was really a pathetic show when Mr. Ajit Pawar and Mr. Bhujbal said that they had joined the BJP or they. going along with bjp because mr modi's work over the last 9 years it was laughable because if we take out their videos particularly mr chagan bujbal and others they were such bitter critics and particularly mr chagan bujbal who swore by phule shahu ambedkar tradition now he is going in the lap of hindutva philosophy which wants to build a hindu rashtra so going back to ncp and uh, sharad pawar's uh, political stretcher i would like to ask you that where does this take mr sharad pawar on national scenario do you think that this will impact his quality or politics on national level no 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 i don't think it will have any impact on the national alliance that is being shaped up because it is a uh, 17 party alliance and i think there are many many parties which are larger than his party but let us not forget that mr pawar is a very experienced leader by age he is perhaps the senior most leader in that alliance and uh, he would be like a father figure in that alliance and uh, always uh, apply a soothing touch to uh, any dis- any disputes that may arise when you sit together and all that so more than the numerical strength of his party even before the split it is his personal presence his personal rapport with the senior leaders right from kashmir to tamil nadu to kerala and to bengal that will be critical and that will remain because he has vowed to remain in the national opposition alliance which is opposing bjp he has also said that he will be in bangalore when the next conclave of the opposition leaders take place around 18th to 19th of next month so to that extent being one of the 17 parties Contributing about say three or four MPs to the whole pot. I mean, few people going here and there wouldn't make a difference at all at the national level. But I would also like to comment on state level. Is the state MV alliance uh, would it become weaker? Yes, of course it will become weaker to that extent that about thirty odd MLAs who would have supported us against Mr. Modi or would have been vehemently opposing. bjp candidates will now become their candidates or indirectly support mr modi's reelection process so to that extent in those district particularly pune nashik ahmednagar where mr ajit pawar has a personal clout yes they will have to work hard but then it will be mr sharad pawar versus ajit pawar in those districts 
I understand that Mr. Sharad Pawar is starting his roadshow or a campaign from Nashik district, which is a key district of Chagan Bujbal, and Mr. Ajit Pawar's clout is there. And so I think uh, there would be some impact on the MVA alliance here, but not a major impact, I think, because ultimately I believe that like in the Shivasena split, while the MLAs went with Mr. Shinde, but the Shivasenaics are still uh, loyal to Mr. Uddhar Thakkar. The same thing will happen here. The MLAs may go for lure of power. Some more may become ministers and get some other plum posts. But I think the people who are with Mr. Sharad Power from 1999, when we launched NCP, uh, that will be a different story altogether. What about MVA seat sharing formula on the local levels and uh, in the state levels as well? Congress is going independent for Mumbai BMC uh, polls. How it will go forward from this point? First, there is a Lok Sabha election in May 2024. The Vidhan Sabha election is slated to be in October 24. It could be pre-polled anytime. The local body's elections are overdue by one and a half year. So I think, first of all, we are focusing on the seat sharing formula for Lok Sabha election. Now to reverse what happened in 2019, where BJP Alliance got 42 seats out of 48. And that seat sharing will happen. There are certain time-honored formulae. And just contesting election for sake of contesting and not winning is not important. We have to defeat BJP and the Shinde Alliance. People have started talking that with the addition of Ajit Pawar, BJP may be emboldened to hold local bodies election this year itself. So be it. I think seat sharing will happen. The MVA will go together, fight together in the forthcoming Lok Sabha election definitely. Local bodies election, we may have a discussion that we may have a pre-poll alliance or post-poll alliance will depend on situation. Being a chief minister, how do you look at voters' anger about the political developments? They feel that they have voted particularly based on ideology to one party, but they are taken for granted and uh, on a ride. People who vote for elections are very angry when the person that they voted for, the party that they voted for, uh, the elected MLA or MP switches the party and joins the completely different ideology and uh, ditches the electorate, uh, you know, it is like a you know, treachery with the electorate. Perhaps the, uh, the MLAs who get elected in the lure of getting an office or some ministership uh, do not consider that factor. But I have seen firsthand what happened in Karnataka. Exactly same situation. An elected government was blocked on through horse trading, uh, huge Deals were made, but look at the public reaction in the recent Karnataka election. BJP was trounced, senior leaders lost. I think people cannot be taken for granted. Uh, people have a mind of their own. People are very angry when somebody uh, deceives them like this. I think uh, BJP will realize the price of this uh, unholy alliance here. But Congress, people are saying that next number will come of Maharashtra Congress and people were talking about few leaders that they will join hands with BJP. Do you think that Congress will uh, stay strong in this situation? 
Well, I think Congress will stay strong because Congress is on the winning trail after Karnataka. If anybody nursed the hope that, you know, or thought even that he may switch parties, perhaps he's not there anymore. But yes, attempts are being made to wean away Congress leaders also. But I'm absolutely sure that uh, causing a two-thirds split in the Congress party in Maharashtra would be impossible. But that uh, doesn't uh, stop the possibility of individual members who are put under extreme pressure may have to resign and they may take a different course in Lok Sabha election or future similar election. So I won't rule out you know, individual odd resignations here and there. What BJP is basically trying is at one point on national level, there were parties trying to fight anti-Congress. Do you think that BJP is trying some kind of formula no. to keep Congress away and to get no. all other and parties? I think this election is about keeping Mr. Modi away. Okay. It's not about keeping Congress away because Congress is not a major force anymore okay. as it was earlier. It is about defeating Mr. Modi. It is about saving democracy in 2024. So all opposition parties, whether small regional parties or larger regional parties, realize that singly they will not be able to defeat BJP. If you look at the arithmetic of last two Lok Sabha elections, BJP got 31% votes in 2014, 37% vote in 2019 after Balakot. So let's assume that BJP still has a popular support of about 35% votes. That means 65%, 60 to 65% people voted to defeat Mr. Modi, but they voted for different parties. This division of vote of the opposition has to be avoided. And that's where the opposition parties have come together. They met in Patna. Now they're going to meet in Bangalore. This is uh, a formula of trying to avoid splitting of vote and trying to put one opposition candidate against one BJP candidate. If that happens, Mr. Modi will be defeated. So I think the JP formula needs to be applied, which is the broad alliance, seat sharing, state by state, and wait for the result when Mr. Modi is defeated, the opposition forces emerged as the majority party, then they can sit down together and decide who will lead the government after that. So if you try to do that, uh, if you try to name any person, project a phase, I know BJP will tease that we have Modi, who I think opposition party should not fall into that trap. Of course, Congress party will have to take a leading role because even today, Congress party has a 19% popular vote share. The next vote share is of uh, Trinamool Congress about 4%. Then other parties are 2, 1, half a percent. So I think Congress party will have to be uh, play a major role. Leaders like Mr. Nitish Kumar, Mamta Ji, Sharad Pawarji will have to uh, play a role of patching up differences, if any, where they arise when we sit down into detailed integrity. Today's episode was produced by Jairad Singh and Anuja Singh. For a daily spotlight on people, ideas and stories that matter, subscribe to us. We're available on TY+, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts and all other platforms of your choice. For any news tips, email us at tuipodcast at timesinternet.in.